At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Here are your hosts, Cindy Crum and Eric Chan. I'm Eric Chan from Mobile Slate, and this is Mobile Presence on Webmaster Radio. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, my co-host Cindy is off today, but I'm here with Yari Samala of Nokia. Welcome, Yari. Hello, Eric, and uh, thanks for inviting me on your podcast. Sure. So, Yari, uh, tell the listeners out there, uh, what you do at Nokia, and what are some things that you're looking at today? Sure. So uh, my name is Yari Saloma, and um, I'm I'm kind of a technology scout for Nokia in the Silicon Valley. Um, I've been in Nokia over a decade, where working on uh, quite exciting um, uh, uh, projects, mainly on the phone side. I've been working with the um, E71 and E61, E60, E series type of business uh, business devices in the past. And uh, I used to be a chief architect in our uh, devices R&D organization, but uh, now I work in a group called Innovation Sourcing, and uh, we're mainly um, in engaging with uh, new and um, uh, currently unknown uh, technologies, solutions, companies, uh, everything interesting uh, that we have uh, quite a lot here in the, in the Valley, so... Um, uh, basically, basically, I meet um, uh, these companies for for a living and try to help them to uh, find um, some sort of a business logic with uh, with Nokia. So, w- would you say that um, you know a lot of your time is spent uh, looking at hardware companies or software companies or services companies related to uh, 
related to what you do at Nokia? Uh, uh, Job-wise, um, uh, I am not uh, concentrating on any any particular topic. Uh, I am free to look at both hardware companies, large and small, as well as software. Uh, based on my previous uh, areas of expertise, uh, I, I used to um, manage secure mobile security area for the E-Series for uh, quite a few years. So uh, that gives me a special uh, kind of pedigree um, that I'm particularly interested in, in uh, uh, data integrity, uh, identity, access management, encryption, data protection type of, uh, type of uh, uh, technologies that both relate to hardware and software. Uh, overall, right now, mostly um, the, in, in the Bay Area, we, we're seeing quite tremendous uptake on, on uh, software and particularly application area, uh, new, new companies and new innovations. Uh, people are creating a lot of great, great applications. Um, but I would be mainly more focused on, on kind of underlying operating system uh, level functionality, something that uh, the consumer already gets with a Nokia handset when, uh, when they uh, buy one. So, so I think, um, you know, so quite a few of our, our, our previous episodes, we've talked a lot about uh, consumer applications and services, but uh, we, we've tried to, you know, be, be also fair to the enterprise side. And uh, I think that is also an interesting topic because, you know, generally speaking, the, the mobile wave uh, really, really started with the business users, right, with the corporate people. Um, paying for you know employee cell phones and giving them blackberries and things like that, and now it's sort of been um, you know not as hot in terms of just in the news, but I mean business workers are still very much using email and uh, collaboration tools and things like that. I mean, is uh, do you see that there's still a lot of you know innovation related to um, you know? connecting to email and collaboration tools or or really just there's been so much noise on the consumer side? I think you're precisely right, Eric, that uh, I think uh, the first wave definitely was uh, enterprise-related messaging capabilities on smartphones and uh, uh, that, that were really were, were kind of like uh, providing uh, cost reductions for large enterprises being, ab- uh, being available um, uh, great, uh, kind of great uh, technology of its time. Right now in Nokia, we've been uh, spending quite a lot of effort um, on our um, uh, messaging capabilities, particularly considering the new phase of uh, of communications that uh, are quite uh, tremendous. That uh, uh, you have uh, as much nowadays of, of uh, communications taking place in social media. Uh, which of course remains quite a large concern for the enterprises of of, uh, of uh, information that doesn't happen in their own corporate networks. However, uh, I think there's a there's a tremendous amount of inno- new innovation still related to the overall um, corporate email uh, experience, and uh, Nokia has been um, uh, spending a lot of time. And with our latest device, E72. We have uh, uh, incorporated quite a few of those uh, both corporate and kind of social media experiences in the same user interface where we're um, making it easier for for, uh, both our business users are just regular consumers as well 
to being able to stay on top of their things. And I think uh, we'll, we'll continue to see kind of um, enterprise-related innovations and, and new types of applications being incorporated uh, to, to the mobile offering. Um, uh, calendaring and um, kind of uh, events uh, type of information where where things are happening and, and broadcasting those uh, to, to within the social media, but as well using those internally in the enterprises, I think are, are kind of very valid uh, valid statements, and I think there are a lot of companies well positioned to offer those type of solutions, uh, not only for Nokia, but I think the whole mobile community. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been noticing just obviously being an avid mobile user that um, a lot of the innovation that uh, is coming from the consumer space uh, is trying to find its way back into the enterprise. I mean, uh, you know, there, there's examples like a Yammer, right, which is which is a, a little bit of a corporate Twitter or a or a fenced off right. Twitter. Uh, you know, there are companies like Ning and others who are trying to create social media. Uh, portals within companies, uh, and and even I mean even even you right now you're using uh, Skype uh, to call us in, and it originally wasn't a business communication, rather just a, a consumer facing application, but we're we're using it for this podcast, and so more and more uh, of those technologies have crossed over because of of just consumer and and users, not necessarily because uh, business wanted it or, or things like that. You just Finding a need, um, getting hopefully enough acceptance, uh, and then uh, hopefully talking to IT folks or uh, managers who are controlling uh, budgets to open up or allow access to these types of tools. Yeah, I think uh, uh, one one thing for sure. I think the world has changed a lot in terms of uh, availability of um, of uh, great tools, and I think which is a very great news for smaller companies out there that, uh, for instance, uh, the Skype connectivity on the N97 as well as uh, Google's um, business applications that they are offering, offering uh, word editing and um, both calendaring, free email services are all available. And I think that's, a, that's a really a great thing to, to consider versus uh, five, even, you know, five years ago, uh, considering which major investment uh, it was for quite a lot of companies to have all these uh, sophisticated um, technologies available, and now they are basically um, de-, de facto standards that uh, that um, are available for for all consumers and even even most importantly free. And, uh, and uh, I think I think that is just excellent. So so you know it, obviously there there's a position at Nokia that you you'd love for all of these software and services vendors and, and maybe even some hardware vendors that want to create attachments or additional functionality for devices to hopefully pick uh, uh, some kind of uh, software client or accessibility through uh, the Nokia stack. Uh, you know, is it is it the trend that you're seeing uh, these people choose, you know, device-specific, not necessarily Nokia, but device-specific uh, clients in order to cater to these enterprise people, or they're just sort of waiting for, let's say, a big enough customer who really likes their free tool or very low-cost tool to really, uh, you know, complain enough or, or really influence these companies to create uh, a mobile-specific 
uh, application that can tie into the service. Yeah, I think the large companies do differ here still uh, quite a bit from the smaller companies. That um, uh, a lot of large companies have uh, uh, very often uh, more mature and also, unfortunately, more complex business processes and uh, uh, and uh, some some um, major IT investments and uh, technologies tied around uh, these uh, these uh, processes and. Um, also, uh, uh, de- depending, I think there are quite a big uh, regional differences in in, uh, in uh, use of ver- various components of mobile technologies in enterprises. But I'm kind of seeing that um, uh, if if, uh, if there's a very successful uh, consumer technology, uh, it is most likely to be very well accepted also in uh, in large enterprises. So right now, I think the the kind of the big items that I see kind of like really missing uh, right now i think it's uh, a lot of uh, kind of very common technologies you know between companies you know i have non non disclosure agreements you know legal agreements uh, having mobile applications and solutions quickly to verify kind of legal status of all kinds of agreement statuses also for uh, for uh, all kind of uh, expense claims and uh, management of very regular uh, type of applications to to um, to, uh, to manage uh, business expenses, uh, there's not a lot of uh, innovation, unfortunately, uh, on, on those uh, areas, and there would be tremendous cost savings uh, just in those uh, two areas if um, uh, one, one were to, to mobilize uh, these, uh, these areas for large, large corporations. Yeah, I find oftentimes that some of these mundane uh, very plain things don't get a lot of attention because they're not seen as sexy. Uh, but like you said, there's a huge opportunity to make uh, not only you know a lot of improvements, but also quite a bit of money. I mean, it may not be uh, billions of dollars, but uh, you know there, there's still money to be made and, and innovation to happen in that space to make it easier and more efficient. I mean, I know. Uh, that you know, every time I have to submit an expense report, I mean, it it's it can be a whole day effort just to track all my receipts, print them out, uh, put them in the right order, put them in the right format to make sure that it doesn't get rejected the first time. Because I know that if you know one thing is out of whack, it gets rejected. I have to basically start all over again, and uh, it, it's just a, a large uh, you know time spent on doing something that should be very simple. Right. And also, I think an interesting point uh, touching this uh, uh, is uh, also for large enterprises, somehow, I, this is just my, my own opinion, but it feels like uh, um, that sometimes it's very hard for a large company to buy something from a very uh, small uh, uh, supplier or, or a vendor. Uh, it, it, particularly if they are not really proven out yet and so forth. So we have this kind of innovator's dilemma that you say that you have something great and then the big guys kind of find it hard for you to believe this is really true. And that's why I think it's, uh, it would be very important for, for large companies and large enterprises also to invest into to prototyping and testing new mobile applications as much possible to find out all types of uh, new opportunities. Uh, that uh, would be made available for them. So, so maybe you can give us an example. Um, you know, on the hardware side, 
where you think there could be, a, there be there could be some innovation, or maybe you've seen uh, you know something in your travels and and looking at technology, but you know it was still pretty hard for uh, maybe that company to have some kind of relationship with Nokia, just because of the size okay. and, and maybe some other parameters. So overall, I think um, as a kind of um, uh, there's of course overall the the kind of the Nokia opinion. I, I'm I'm currently sharing only my my own own uh, own own opinion uh, about it, but I think the Moore's law is very kind of uh, valid on in terms of performance. Uh, uh, coming years so uh, we kind of continue to see more performance uh, you know and or more kind of a uh, uh, juice under the hood uh, 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 but uh, also I think inter- interestingly we, we kind of uh, already now have started to see more components kind of uh, for used for for several use cases and I think camera is, is a great example where you know you you have a somewhat of a commodity um, um, a technology uh, used for picture taking and video sharing and 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 um, video editing perhaps and then what else uh, is is available but now for instance uh, augmented reality and uh, the kind of a mixing physical uh, physical reality with a digital reality gives completely new types of use cases for your camera viewfinder maybe zooming recognizing people recognizing places recognizing objects is a suddenly a completely new type of a use case that camera manufacturers, uh, if, we are, if we use camera, and maybe with a combination of a compass and, and, and other, other uh, componentry, uh, we are able to suddenly know a lot more about our, our surroundings, adding the kind of digital layer uh, for that technology. And I think this is valid for quite a lot of the uh, technologies uh, that uh, we, we're kind of seeing in the hardware side more... more um, uh, 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 common components and more solutions rather than kind of individual um, uh, uh, technology stories uh, built around uh, a particular particular component. Okay. Well, Yari, uh, we're going to take a break for now, but when we're, when we're back, we'll be discussing a little bit more about uh, innovations on the mobile side, uh, not necessarily specific to enterprise, but also on the consumer side. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-server solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. State of Search, your home for the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. And we're back from commercial. Uh, I'm here chatting with Yari Somala from Nokia. And before the commercial break, we were chatting about uh, some innovation uh, related to the enterprise and how startups are are potentially uh, missing some opportunities, but also uh, you know why it's hard for uh, startups to 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 talk to big companies and try to make an impact with their mobile software and solutions. Um, so Yari, I wanted to I wanted to uh, ask you as a follow on question from. Uh, before the break about a hardware innovation, I was now going to ask you maybe about some kind of software solution uh, that you think is is also uh, something that that could be on the phone that could you know be used broadly by uh, lots of different people that you're noticing or maybe something that's missing. All right, so uh, yeah, on the software side, I think um, you know uh, uh, there's a tremendous amount of new innovations that comes to the. Um, uh, the, the mobile front on a day-in, day-out basis, and uh, they're like uh, all these cool different applications that uh, they are to try. Connectivity capabilities are, you know, better. They're less expensive, continuously continue to, to be free. I think very important for the consumers. Uh, right now, uh, I think like uh, some key innovations I'd like to highlight. I already started uh, uh, touching the augmented reality and kind of uh, uh, the fact that we are able to to kind of recognize our surroundings on a on a whole new level, um, there there is um, a great amount of uh, innovation and uh, developer activity around this area. Nokia, we have our own solution called Nokia Point and Find, actually based in San Francisco. Uh, a small team creating a great uh, great solution for for uh, Nokia handsets and uh, potentially retailers to connect with uh, their own products. Uh, I find it also interesting the uh, the, the latest trends of these um, uh, social uh, location-based applications like uh, uh, Foursquare, um, Gowala, and um, Yelp as well. And uh, I've been focusing quite a lot of my time uh, uh, looking at these companies, and um, I find it interesting that uh, they they um, they are kind of very innovative in the sense that they provide a, a, a way for for the um, business. Um, owners to, to really interact with their consumers in a way that they really haven't had in before. Similar to the kind of a Twitter experience if you're a celebrity and you can actually talk to your followers, 
in a, in a kind of a way, or a business leader, um, you can really have a con- continuous discussion with your fans and followers. I think for the uh, uh, really the digital and the software space, I think if there is something really huge coming out, uh, I think uh, augmented reality could be really it. Other than that, like uh, being a security and, and expert and, and kind of hacker from uh, from uh, my my history, I really think that uh, we would really need some sort of a new way to manage all these user accounts and user passwords and, and, and credentials overall. Sure, there's open ID and there's other activities there, but I, I think that would be really uh, interesting to see new innovations, uh, uh, different kind of key technologies, key exchanges with, within your consumer electronics at home to, to really replace the need of a, of a username and password. And uh, I think they are just very kind of a very old way to, to access a certain technology. And I think for mobile, uh, we, we do have a, a SIM card, a subscriber identity module. Uh, most handsets have um, memory cards, and you can have a secure uh, uh, digital uh, uh, SD cards. And there's uh, various kind of implementations of doing security uh, for for the user and and really having the applications to to, to really um, respond and I think uh, combining maybe these two elements about this social location and uh, co- consumer uh, activities on this space there's that uh, one startup um, Blippi sharing the uh, purchase informations online I think even though it uh, sounds perhaps a crazy idea uh, I think it makes great sense for for uh, for consumers to share their purchases in a social manner to, to really highlight the, the trendiness of a particular product, maybe a clothing uh, clothing brand or an item that they have acquired or, or a new movie or some, some kind of a minor expense or even a bigger expense. But uh, uh, having these kind of technologies, I think, somehow slowly taking off, I think we'll, we'll definitely see a whole new mobile future. Uh, in, in uh, many user interfaces in uh, ver- with various uh, companies devices yeah i mean i i, I had a i had a, this sort of you know belief but i guess maybe it's counterintuitive to either making money or or just um wanting to have siloed profiles but you know it it it, it came from the fact that it used to be uh you know when i was younger when i was younger I only had to remember maybe about 10 or 15 phone numbers um, not because, you know, I, I couldn't remember more, but that was the only real numbers I had to remember, right? I mean, you know, my right. my parent, uh, my home number, each of my parents' work numbers, maybe my grandparents, and a few close friends. And you would kind of expect uh, over time, uh, sure, I'm going to make more friends, I'm going to work with more people, I'm going to meet more people. But, you know, really, you should sort of almost be born with a phone number or some kind of unique identifier, and that sort of stays with you for your whole life. Now, obviously, there's security reasons by just using social security number to to uh, identify people. But, you know, from that sort of master identifier, like, like you were mentioning, you should have the ability to have multiple profiles, right? So, uh, you know, one for work, one for school and then maybe you know after school one for sort of your personal life maybe different groups that you're a part of uh you know church groups or 
organizations or sports things that you're interested in and then all the other things that you want to explore i mean it's 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 interesting that we've now overloaded with you know too many email addresses too many phone numbers uh messaging ids uh, you know logins for everything i mean it's just it's just kind of crazy I agree. I agree, Eric. And uh, I, I think overall, the, uh, the the fact that if you uh, were to lose my phone number right now, would you be able to call me back? And how, where would you get that information uh, to 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 other than that you dial my type my name on on your phone and uh, and um, or, or or Skype and you just call me? So I think there's a lot of kind of interesting um, aspects when 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 we're talking telecommunications and uh, and uh, kind of telcos uh, meeting now the the web and the web technologies and um, kind of all this uh, mesh up of, of mobility and the web I think it just pro- proves kind of a great catalyst for for new innovation yeah I mean I think what is it maybe almost 10 years ago uh, everybody started getting on this whole concept of unified communication and that was really hot and it was going to be unified communication around the enterprise but Somehow it, it it didn't take off. I mean, it, it was sort of installed in a couple places because some IT guy, uh, you know, got the budget approval and people were trying to unify, but it never really happened. And you know, like you like you just said, if if I lost your phone number or lost your email address, um, I may have to spend upwards of ten minutes just looking for any piece of communication, whether it be an email, IM chat. You know, digging through maybe physical paper where I wrote down your number somewhere, just so I can figure out you know how to get back in touch with you. <laughs> right. And it just seems it just seems uh, almost ludicrous that we're still you know having to basically store everything in databases that don't talk to each other, aren't compatible, are you know very easy or very hard to access at times. And I think this uh, this um, thinking also extends to the enterprise model, where where uh, largely I think enterprises uh, do have a concern of uh, what is what gets shared online and what what uh, what is private. And I think this kind of a dual identity, or or, or like if you think about Facebook and uh, uh, splitting your colleagues, that people that you have you're working with and and people that you you you're you're uh, related to like family and, and like uh, your cousins may 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 want to see the kind of a different uh, flow of updates and whether they are in the same stream I, I I really don't give any 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 opinion like or I don't have any opinion about it but I think overall I think enterprises do share a major concern of uh, of having kind of like things out of their own control but I think with the universal identifier and then having kind of a uh, 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 these kind of technologies that would somehow uh, make it uh, easier for for um, consumers uh, as as um, you know employees of a company or and their private individuals to somehow tag their information and their their uh, their uh, contacts or or uh, be online behavior. I think uh, would uh, would lead into to a little, uh, little bit more secure. Uh, exchange of information and I think probably even a better uptake of social media in the enterprises. So, so Yari, uh, if you had one last thought to uh, leave an impression for the audience, uh, what would your sort of uh, one, one statement uh, be? It could be anything. <laughs> uh, 
it's uh, summer is around the corner. I love everything related to water. Go to the beach, you know, find a lake close by, by you know, open your laptop uh, or Nokia device, uh, whatever you have, you know, go outside, enjoy. Summer is around the corner. Uh, relax, uh, have, have a good time, and, um, and uh, keep listening to my, my friend Eric's uh, uh, podcast. <laughs> okay uh so yari i just wanted to thank you for joining us on mobile presence today and uh, for our listeners out there tune in every wednesday at 1 p.m eastern 10 a.m pacific when a new podcast of mobile presence will air i'm eric chan from mobile slate signing off Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.